0: i don't believe that we should ever have a good money again before we take the thing out of the hands of governments
1: welcome back we're simply bitcoin it is the weekend recap we break down the news the daily fail meme review software releases hardware releases and the websites by plebs we are diving into the numbers let's do it
2: Namatar Brought to you by Bitcoin 2022. It's gonna be the largest Bitcoin conference ever. It's coming up. It's in less than a month, so get your tickets quickly. And the speaker list is absolutely bonkers. You have Asafadeem, you have Michael Saylor, you have President Naim Bukele, you have Adam Back, you have Jack Maulers, you have Dr. Jordan Peterson. It's gonna be absolutely bonkers. You're not gonna wanna miss it, really, guys. It's gonna be crazy. Phil and I are on the panel, and you can take advantage of the link down below for 10% off your tickets to Bitcoin 2022.
1: At the time of this recording, the block height is 727,205. The Bitcoin price, 38,605. Chain rewrite day, 713. Total public lightning capacity, 3,511.55. Moscow time, 2588. Blocks to the halving, 112,795. And... The Samurai Whirlpool unspent capacity. Samurai Whirlpool is a coin join or collaborative spend service. They've got four thousand three hundred eighty-three point seventy Bitcoin in there, Nico.
2: The numbers. The numbers. Absolutely, ah, boring. We're channeling. Ah, what a weekend. It's it's always a it's always a good time to stack. It's always a good time to stack. And <laughs> flat keep, weekend. Keep saying it was a flat weekend, and Phil, keep saying, keep 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 beating that drum of the unspent capacity, because we, (laughs) they're going to make that, you know, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to make that illegal one day, bro, (laughs) mixing services. So keep saying that as long as it's legal for, and hopefully I think that's going to be the case for the foreseeable future, but eventually they're going to go after all the hanging fruit, all the low hanging fruit. And I think that's one of them. That being said, guys, I want to talk about the the battle between bitcoin and slavery it's heating up that's what i want to shape the episode around today so the the first section we're going to talk about why it's important why bitcoin is important why This needs to win why we don't have another option Phil's gonna do is say his fail to lighten up the mood We're gonna do the meme review (laughs) Then after in the news. We're also gonna get into more serious stuff So starting it out check this out. This is the this is block data, right? Um, And again, I told you why is Bitcoin important? Bitcoin is important because it protects the individual from debasement or wealth confiscation by their government in as the battle continues to heat up as we continue to go deeper into the then they fight you stage uh the environmentalists are going to use bitcoin's you know energy usage as a vector of attack right and they're also going to go after self-custody those are the two weakest links right energy use uh, bitcoin uses a lot of energy and the right to self-custody because that could be dangerous because of terrorism and money laundering and all that stuff, right? So anyways, I'm going to start with this. This is all these countries that are highlighted represents 1.1 billion people all around the world. I'm going to go through some of them, right? You have Yemen, 30%, seashells, 10%, Ethiopia, 30-40%; 34%, Zimbabwe. Nigeria, 16%, Brazil, 10%, Venezuela, 1,575%, Haiti, 11%, Sierra Leone, almost 12%, Guinea, 13%, Sudan, 366%, Libya, 21%, Turkey, 20%, Belarus, 10%, Georgia, uh, 12%, Russia, I might add, also on there you know because of the recent events that are happening argentina 52 percent the us it's getting up there right almost eight percent at 79 7.9 so why am i going through this whole map because if it wasn't for bitcoin you'd be forced to use this fiat currency or other inferior ways of saving your wealth right for example if you use gold right You buy physical gold, which, by the way, this is a Bitcoin show. But I'm a fan of physical gold. Right. What I'm not a fan of is paper gold. But unfortunately, most people buy paper gold because physical gold is very hard to custody. And think about it this way, we've heard horror stories, right, of people trying to bring their wealth with them, trying to escape their totalitarian regime, and they can't transfer their wealth out of the country. I know that's the case with with you, Phil, right, that you have some wealth in Canada, and you can't take it out of the country, you know, because of the fiat system, right? Are you going to try to cross a border with some bars of gold? What are those those border guards going to say?
0: Open your bag, please.
2: Bitcoin changes everything because for the first time in human history, you could store billions if not trillions of dollars literally in your mind by memorizing a 12-word or 24-word seed phrase. If your memory sucks, you could write it down in tiny little microscopic letters. You could hide it like in a teeth or under your sock. You could put it under your skin. There's so many different ways. The point is it changes the balance of power. Bitcoin, as much as they would like to tell you, this isn't necessary. The central bank digital currencies, they could do all of this stuff. The central bank digital currencies aren't going to solve the two principal problems. They're not going to protect you from debasement and they're not going to protect you from wealth confiscation. And as we saw in Canada, as we saw in Russia, right, or as we're seeing with the current situation in Russia, governments these days are confiscating away and they're debasing away. Bitcoin is literally this, this shining hope, this shining orange hope in this world of darkness and evil. Right, and it is the only way for people in certain countries. I just read you a couple of them to save for a better future. So I'm gonna. That's the tone that I want to set. Right before we get into the other more dark stuff in 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 whatever. Don't let these politicians. Don't let these bureaucrats tell you that Bitcoin isn't necessary. That proof of work isn't necessary. Without proof of work, governments will be able to debase. Proof of work is what keeps it uncorruptible. Without proof of work, they're gonna add, they're gonna say, for national security, we have to be able to manipulate the monetary policy. Proof of work is what ensures the uncorruptibility of Bitcoin, right? So I just wanted to say that, I wanted to make my case for why Bitcoin was necessary. Phil, what are your thoughts on all this? I know it was a lot of information just put into one thing.
1: Now, oh, man, that was fantastic, and and I agree with you. And it it got me thinking. Uh, there was a tweet from uh, the the angry chihuahua, Ie Dieter Bob, uh, oh, last week. I'm gonna find the <laughs>
3: I'm gonna
1: find the tweet. Okay, but it's a essentially it's a tweet that says something like my hyperinflation or something like that. You know, like when hyperinflation, like one of those. I'm gonna find it for you so we could pull it up so everybody has context. But it was it was funny, right? Because it he does bring up a good point and it's interesting that you brought up that map right we see these terrible numbers last i think it was last month or last quarter we had what 6.9 uh 6.9 percent growth so now we're at 7.9 percent. so okay to his point hyperinflation is not one second like one minute to the next right it's not like all of a sudden we just turn a key and it happens because the thing is is that what we don't What we can't appreciate, okay, and I don't know if it's a a matter of our human stupidity or just our ability to ignore reality, I I don't know what it is, but how long can these governments around the world continue to kick the can down the road and make everyone poor? You know, as I mentioned in a previous episode, in Weimar Germany, they were able to do this for over 20 years, and that's just one place. They were able to do it for over 20 years, and and nobody really noticed. And now, right, with the sophisticated... um, I guess we'll call the monetary tools that the governments have maybe they're able to extend that even longer maybe okay this is something else we don't know maybe we're already in one of those life extension stages of them kicking the can down the road and it's it's at the end maybe in five years the the you know the uh, the knob does turn and all of a sudden we start to see you know 30% Thirty percent, quarter to quarter inflation, or month to month inflation, or something like that. Like, when does it become hyperinflation? Like, when do we decide, okay, this is hyperinflation? Yeah. Is it that we? Is it that we can't afford uh, basic necessities from morning to evening? Is and, and, it then?
2: And the question is, Phil. Like, and, and then it comes to a question of 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 human right, of natural rights. Don't you? I would say. Right. And again, this is considered right wing extremists that everyone has the right to save for the future without fear. Of it being confiscated by the government and it being inflated away by the government as well. I think everyone has a right to do that. Now, I'm not advocating for, you know, the terrorist, you know, whatever. But at the same time, it's like you arrest that terrorist. You, 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 you put them under a trial. But we're living in an era where politicians in Canada and uh, what they did to the Russian people, there was no trial. There was no court. It was by decree people had their accounts completely frozen. No trial. No nothing. It was just bah. So the question that I have for you guys, and it's a question that I'm going to you know, dictate to Phil, is, Phil, do you believe that human beings have a God-given right to save for a better future and, without fear of it being confiscated or it being debased away? My answer is yes. Is that a radical idea? I would like to think it isn't. It shouldn't be. It
1: shouldn't be. But for some reason, there's a certain class or type of bureaucrat or politician that for some reason seems to think that it's okay to inflate away our value. And it's really it's really psychotic, isn't it? Because I've said this before. They do this to themselves. Right. Like this is what nobody understands. Like like guys, like we never get any of this time back. Right, like it doesn't matter what your religious beliefs are or anything like that. Look, at the end of the day, if we're talking about what's here and what's material, one day we die, which means everything that we do just ceases to exist. So, like, why do we accept that the time that we spend that we can't get back is made to be worth less and less? Why do we accept that? You know, I ask this of myself. You know, it's like I'm not just like asking a rhetorical question. Like I don't because hey, I, I've worked i I've worked a normie job for you know over. Th- 25 years at least. Like I completely understand what it is and every single one of us unfortunately uses government fiat dollars. You know, whether you know whether we're bitcoiners or not, we still have to interact with the system and it's still, you know, it's still robbing us, right? We we are we are robbed by very virtue of participating in this system.
2: 100%. 100%, yeah. dude. It's a shame. But anyways, yeah. Phil, it's time for
1: the daily fail brought to you by amber app check them out amber.app low fees fair spreads smart automation a bitcoin stacking app by bitcoiners the link is down below
0: amber the smart way stack sets
1: nico and i do not we, we we do not rehearse a script or anything it just so happens that that we're talking about inflation today anyways Okay, the first part of the fail is this wonderful little speech by Ben Bernanke. It's a tweet from Rudy Havenstein. It's not really Rudy Havenstein, I don't think. But anyways, (laughs) Uh, it's the Twitter account called Rudy Havenstein. Anyways, PIMCO intern Ben Bernanke in December 2010. We will not allow inflation to rise above 2% or less. We could raise interest rates in 15 minutes if we had to. Oh, those times were nice, right? <laughs> oh, those were the good old days. Let's, well, let's Phil, take. Before yes. you
2: play it, could you give everyone a little bit of context of who Ben Bernanke is?
1: Oh. Um, so at the time, I think he was the Fed chair, yes, if I'm not he was. mistaken. Mm-hmm. Ben Bernanke was the Fed chair at the time. He was. And um, yeah, he's essentially talking about, not so subtly, he's talking about the interest rates and inflation and without. So many words. Money printing.
2: But <laughs> it is money printing. Call it for what it is. So he's yeah. a basically so for anyone who's following along. He's the Ben Bernanke was the equivalent of what Jerome Powell is today.
1: Back yeah. Then. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, let so check Green out
2: Ben. Yeah. Once upon no, a time, he's an okay. evil goblin.
1: <laughs> They're all evil goblins. And Janet Yellen. Okay, here we go. Actually, Janet Yellen came right after him. She, and she also said she also said we wouldn't have a financial crisis. <laughs> Anyways, it doesn't matter. Here we go. Let's watch this
0: vid. We've been very, very clear that we will not allow inflation to rise above 2% or less. Can you act quickly enough to prevent inflation from getting out of control? We could raise interest rates in 15 minutes if we have to. So there really is no problem with raising rates, tightening monetary policy, slowing the economy, reducing inflation, at the appropriate time. Now, that time is not now.
3: You have what degree of confidence in your ability to control
0: this? 100%. <laughs> We've been very, very clear <laughs> that we will not.
2: Dude, l- l- let me tell you, let me tell you something, okay? <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> I. No one knows everything 100%. I think, like, there's gravity and there's, like, a couple things that you're just, like, There's a very strong probability that gravity exists. Maybe we don't know exactly how it works and all that, but you could say, you know, I would even say 100%. I would say 99.99999% when someone says 100%, bro, full of caca, okay? That's all I have to say. Oh man, does he have a
1: used car for you? <laughs> so, uh, this is, I mean like you know, cause right away, right when you start to hear guarantees, when I think guarantees, I think multi-level marketing, I think telemarketing. I right away, and this guy is no different. And and look, in his mind, right? Let's let's play the other side, in his mind, they have the keys to the money printer. So of course they can do it. But you see how, like, right away, like, their only solution is to what? All of a sudden kill the economy from a different angle? That's the only solution. Anyways. Okay. Uh, let's move on from the inflation stuff. We're gonna go take a look at some shit coinings. Okay. Here we go. He's back. That's right. The pumpkin man himself. For the people who don't know, there was a funny video of a lady calling uh, calling Craig Wright out as, as, the pumpkin, as the pumpkin patch man or the pumpkin man. Anyways. Um... So, look, for the people who don't know who, who Craig Wright is, right, he's like the, uh, I'd say he's one of the main enemies of Bitcoin, pretends to be Satoshi Nakamoto, has attempted to sue uh, multiple Bitcoiners, including HODL and not. Anyways, every couple of years, he comes back and, and, and he stirs up shit. And this is the latest attempt to stir up shit. Let's dive into it. Craig Wright to sue Coinbase over Bitcoin listing. Craig Wright will sue Coinbase and potentially other exchanges over listing Bitcoin. Craig Wright confirmed in an interview that the biggest legal case in human history will drop later this year i just want to note every single time he has threatened bitcoin or bitcoiners he has always said that it's going to be some earth shaking listen in 2019 i think there was the bonded courier that was supposed to show up that never showed up or that was 2020. every couple of years there's something new he's going to drop a bombshell it's going to destroy bitcoin because he is the great satoshi nakamoto Anyways, none of that is true, but let's let's continue. Here we go. The Australian man said last year that the case had been three years in the planning. Now, I just want to note four years ago, BSV forked off from from BCH, which is Bitcoin Cash. So about a year after he shit forked, he started planning. He started planning this. So I just want that. I just want that to stick in people's mind while we go through this article and then we riff on this because all of this is very important. Craig Wright will sue Coinbase and probably other major exchanges later this year over their listing of Bitcoin. Wright, who claims that his Bitcoin fork BSV is the real incarnation of the Bitcoin white paper, yesterday promised the biggest legal case in human history with reference to Bitcoin being passed off as the real thing by exchanges, a proposition his legal backer Calvin Ayer said was a good bet. Wright has a long-standing hatred for Coinbase and it is clear that his goal is to force them and others in either license bsv or force bitcoin to change its name or both keep in mind nobody owns bitcoin so i have no idea how he's going to do that but this is very important right promises biggest illegal case in human history right was speaking yesterday to david porter chief operating officer at global boost when the subject of bitcoin and bsv came up conversation that saw Wright up the stakes in his legal battle to force BSV on the world. They're passing off and they'll see that later this year, I'll give you a little hint, it's probably going to be the biggest legal case in human history. This one's going to make British American tobacco look small. It's not clear which of the various lawsuits British American tobacco has been involved in that Wright is referring to, but in 2015, the company was forced to pay out more than $15 billion to Canadian smokers in a landmark class action lawsuit. This is complete nonsense and hocus pocus. And, and I'll explain why after this is exa- like he does this all the time. He he takes things that are completely unrelated and then he decides that they make sense in context of BSV. Like it's a shit fork of a shit fork. It's not the original Bitcoin. How do you not understand that? It's just I, I don't get how he doesn't. Anyways, let's continue. We're going to finish this up and then riff. There is a way out for Coinbase. If they negotiate a license, list Bitcoin BSV. They get to exist, if not, we obliterate them. So it seems to me much more like, it's a bit of a pissing battle that they won't list your shitcoin, huh bud? Just remember, I'm only just beginning. If you think anyone who opposes me and my original protocol survives this, that any company that claims BTC is Bitcoin does not go down in flames, 2022 will be the harvest year. Uh, please note, 2021 was the harvest year, so was 2020, so was 2019. Okay, every year has been the harvest year for BSV and every year there's absolutely nothing. Wright claims are centered around his supposition that Bitcoin as it exists now has been so removed from the original vision in the white paper with the introduction of Segwit, the Lightning Network and Taproot that it can no longer be called Bitcoin. BSV on the other hand has none of these features and scales only by increasing block size with the result that BSV miners are mining 2 gig blocks. This has led to the number of nodes able to service the protocol crashing from the hundreds when the protocol launched in 2018 to just over a dozen now, with successive 51% attacks occurring on the network last year. A case of this size would take years to play out, meaning that Bitcoin holders are safe for some time to come yet, and possibly forever. Indeed. Okay? This is this is part of the this is part of the trick that Craig does, right? Because he understands he can't go after Bitcoin. But if he goes after the exchanges, he can make it seem to his bag holders like he's actually doing something legitimate. But he's not. Like really at the end of the day, Coinbase has no claim over Bitcoin. This is fucking psychotic nonsense from a lunatic. Yep. Anyways, yep. anyways. Da- okay, a, hold danger-
2: on. a dangerous one, I might add. A dangerous so Bitcoin, one. I might add.
1: Yes, and he says Bitcoin is not real. Okay, so here we go. Let's, let's go back. His shit fork came out in 2018 or 2019. I think it was 2019 or whatever. It doesn't make a difference. Okay, let's take a look at this. I'm sorry, I can't get this chart any bigger. I've showed it before. I'm gonna do my best here. This is the hash rate, right? As Nico explains so elegantly, which I will do very quickly. It is what secures the Bitcoin network. This flat line, this flat dead line that is almost non-existent and non-visible is the BSV hash rate. No one's mining this shit. This is garbage. This is trash.
2: And there's, okay? and there's consequences. The
1: snake oil salesman. Sorry.
2: And there's consequences of no one mining that, which is why it's been able to be 51% attack. The hash rate is the computational power actively the average computational power actively mining that specific chain. And what Phil, what Phil pointed out so well, right, is that the, bit, the, the BSV hash rate has actually gone down, meaning the network is less secure. And if you look at Bitcoin's hash rate, look at the chart. It's actually more secure than when the fork happened. So again, focus not so much on what Craig or all these snake Oil salesmen's are telling you what I always tell people if you want to look at the health of Bitcoin don't look at the price look at the hash rate and look at the the amount of nodes backing up the network both of which in bitcoins case have gone up exponentially that isn't propaganda that isn't spin these are things that you could verify on your own you could see it for yourself literally bsv is a less secure network and the 51 percent attacks multiple have proved that and it's centralized of course no yes
1: okay so hold on hold on last little picture here just to illustrate this i know we don't like to deal with price charts but i had to put bsv on a (laughs) logarithmic chart look this is literally what look this is what you're buying this is dog shit okay you see what this is this is a long chart of failure okay so look so you've got somebody here, okay? You've got... Just, just imagine for a second a, a depraved narcissist, okay? Imagine you've been lying for like the last seven years about somebody that you're not. And imagine, okay, you have a very sketchy partner and you're both duping people into an affinity scam, okay? How do you keep this ball rolling? this is an ingenious plan because Mm -hmm. look the 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 trials are done right like he's losing one trial after another he just he just what was it Uh, he just applauded having to pay a hundred million dollars he called that a win
2: dude he called that a win
1: you're smoking rocks bud that's not a win you're smoking rocks and you're an idiot okay so so look clearly it's going down in flames clearly okay, you've got this thing that gets 51% attacked you've got this thing with the lower hash rate so what is next he can't attack Bitcoin itself, but he can attack the entities like the exchanges. He's already tried attacking the devs, and granted, some devs did get scared off. And, and I, I, can't, I can't blame them because, look, everybody has... Look, at the end of the day, you're no, none of us are better than our incentives. You have Dude. families, you have mouths to feed to each their own. But you see, he tried that angle. It didn't work very well because, guess what? He can't go chasing all the devs around the world, but... He can definitely, he can definitely go chasing centralized entities and corporations. So enter Coinbase. And where is he going, right? He's going to Coinbase. Now, see, why doesn't he go to the smaller ones and build up a whole little cache of like, I can beat all these little people out? No, he wants to go where there's going to be the most attention and the biggest bang. Because at the end of the day, he's a salesman Mm -hmm. and he needs to rent seek. Anyways, that's. I just You're, thought this was hilarious no, and like, no. good luck to you, bud. You,
2: you, you <laughs> did a great, you did a great job, like illustrating everything. Yeah, dude, Craig, uh, C.S.W. He's not Satoshi. He's a danger to Bitcoiners. Uh, he successfully used the BS libel law system in the UK to go after the space cat, to go after McCormack, uh, to go after Cobra, which he's the maintainer of the Bitcoin.org website, and actually forced Bitdog, Bit, Bitcoin.org not to offer the Bitcoin software in the UK, right? Like this guy, he's an enemy of Bitcoin and he's using, um, what's his partner? The, uh, the Calvin Iyer Calvin Ayer, which he's very well funded. He's using his big war chest to go after little guys to convince people go. like, yes, we are. We are the real Bitcoin. But I suspect the steam is running out. The, this boat is running out of steam, um, you know, and, and again, like I always say, this guy's like a wounded animal pushed into a corner. That's when they get the most desperate. He's going for Hail Mary right now. Um, and yeah, dude, this guy's absolutely lost his mind and he's dangerous. He's dangerous. Have, make no mistake. Right. But I know that Bitcoiners are fighting back. I know that HODL not shout out to him, bro. He's he's fighting. He's sticking. He's sticking through that case. From what I've heard, he has a really good case. And also Jack Dorsey set up a fund to protect Bitcoin developers from these types of attacks as well. So, very interesting. We'll stay on top of it like always. But, Phil, it's time for the Daily Beam Review. Brought to you by Citadel21. It's the best Bitcoin culture zine. It's stories, articles, comics by actual Bitcoiners. This is the artwork for Volume 10. This is the latest physical copy. There's only 1,000 copies made per volume. Per per, per volume, there's only 1,000 copies. So, get your print of Citadel 21 today before it runs out. All right, first meme is brought to us by Rothmus. He says, "Woke." They literally remove the Indian and kept the land. <laughs> this is. Do you this guys so re- do, you, do you guys remember this? Do you guys remember this? Where you know it used to have a Native American here and that was part of the branding. I know they also did the same thing with Aunt Jemima, and I know they did the same thing with like a sports team. Uh, like, dude. Uh, Guys, right oh, now there's racist is this. this, this. It's, it, dude, it's cultural Marxism. That's what dude. you're experiencing in the US. It's the US version of the of the color revolution that happened in, in China and they're trying to change history. They're trying to rewrite history. That's what they but, but try Nico, to do.
1: But Nico, it's, think it's, of the irony though. Think of the irony of, dude, of this.
2: Think about the irony of the, <laughs> of the of the of the of the of the Redskins, dude, of the Redskins NFL team. Dude, no, they inter- they interviewed Native Americans about it and they're like, We love that we're a thing. That's bad ass of this and, it's is so a, and it's actually liberals that are completely not related to that like uh ethnicity whatsoever they're the ones saying you guys should be offended i'm you know, offended like, for you it's like dude it's like with the term latinx i'm latino if you call me latinx i'll get very upset hispanics can't pronounce the x but they're trying to push it on you. Oh, it, it's inappropriate to say Latino. You have to say Latinx. How can we say X if we can't pronounce the X? Like, dude, it's it's man, it's it's bonkers. This is just hilarious what's happening. Good one. Anyways, moving on. Um next one by Nizbit. Nis NismoBit. Many Enjoyed. don't Ninzobit. Uh many don't know yet. Few. Uh, simply Bitcoin Bitcoin banking system money printing politician rent seekers can say oh Very nice very well done Nismo bitch shout out to you, brother. All right moving on by the you guys know him from the this, amber. Is niche. This, this is niche. this you guys know him from the amber thing me as a Greek seeing all the Bitcoiners getting mustaches is, a potato. is this culture appropriation? <laughs>
1: So I don't know what's going on with the mustaches. I totally don't know what the story is. As soon as I figure it out, I'll let you know. Or if somebody knows what it is, drop it in the comments. Yeah. But so everybody's it, got it, mustaches it, it's, on.
2: It's a it's a movement, right? You have, you know, you you it, it essentially you have Pierre Richard, you have Dylan, you have all these things that all these Bitcoiners that went through. Um, and it happened to me myself too, actually, right? For some reason, after Bitcoin, you end up with a bunch of facial hair, specifically the mustaches. And before Bitcoin you see all these people cleanly shaved. So it's it's kind of a meme. It's kind of funny, it's kind of stupid. But anyways, so this is what happens when you're bored when the price is channeling. Anyways, uh, next meme by Spintake Crusader. You'll see you'll soon be one of us, NATO, EU, <laughs> Ukraine, UK, USA. You'll soon be one of us, Ukraine, Syria, Afghanistan, Yemen, Iraq, Libya. <laughs> that was so dark, but it's so true. Yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, next one. Good morning, from Austria. Just woke up and thought how it feels, how good it feels selling Bitcoin. Everyone's stupid except me. You're, it's not that you're smart. You just bought Bitcoin. It's not, We're not that smart. you're smart. We don't. just bought I love Matt Odell's famous line stay humble, stack sats. Okay anyway it's a great meme though state yeah it is a great meme thank you phil all right last one by empty the banks right um i love this stocks purchased by congress before the invasion what is how is this legal bro i know it's psychotic (laughs) how is this legal i don't know but remember you have to report your six hundred dollar transactions did nut jobs, None jobs, bro, nut jobs. These people are, are insane. Are you trying to store your wealth without us
1: taxing it look, away from you? Look,
2: look, me? look, look, look! This is the best part. The yeah. S, the S&P 500 down 10. percent <laughs> All of these con, all of these congressmen geniuses, they happen to be up. Like, uh, uh, come on, bro. If that isn't corruption, I don't know. And then missing Gary Gensler, chair of this SEC. It's true, bro. But it's it's all a swamp. And this is the same. This is the same scammers. Fuck. It's the same schmuck that doesn't want to approve the Bitcoin ETF, bro. Like so stupid. You know what? For those awesome memes, I'm gonna give it some salsa. But it's not only. It's not just salsa. It's old Florida, gourmet products, all natural, hot, chunky salsa. I can attest to the hot. It is. It is. It's not very spicy, but it's spicy enough. For it to taste good. Anyways, Phil, what would you give those memes?
1: It's a very heavy, deep episode, right? Deep weekend recap. And for that, I need to escape. So I am going with a special candy. Special gummies. Mm -hmm. Special. Sour raspberry.
2: Special gummies and some hot, chunky salsa. Awesome scores. Anyways, guys, we want to know if you agree with our scores, you disagree. Comment, comment, comment. Let us know. Or perhaps rate the meme yourself just comment help us defeat the shitcoin channels and of course make sure to subscribe to us on alternative video platforms like rumble.com and bitcointv.com is our personal favorite they don't censor there because we do talk shit about the fucking clown world and the clown world people don't like that we talk shit it's not even that we talk shit we just we just tell the truth and expose it and of course uh make sure to uh join our telegram group Link us some dank, dank Bitcoin memes to review. It's a fire Telegram group, bro. There's just plebs posting memes. It's awesome. Join us. We would love that. But, anyways, Phil, it's time for the daily news. Brought to you by CryptoCloaks.com. They make the best 3D printed Bitcoin merch, like the famous 3D printed art sculpture grenade thing opens up you put your favorite hardware wallet in there you can also get this and any custom color your heart desires you can make this custom color you can make this custom color this just happens to be in the colors of el salvador pretty pretty badass and some good news you can take advantage of the link down below for five percent off CryptoCloaks.com. all right guys so this is shaping up i you know in the in the beginning in the number section i was just kind of setting the tone guys the stuff that we've been talking about on this show for about a year now is starting to seep into the mainstream that is because this inflation thing is getting out of hand so people are waking up to the fact that there's an alternative which is bitcoin the government is actively going after that potentially going after that escape valve to use christine lagarde's own word that this inflation thing is caused by the government themselves printing record amounts of money we've been telling you this in fact that's what we mostly cover on this show but the good news is that it's finally sleep seeping into mainstream conscious it's seeping in, and that is a big deal. It's a big deal for this revolution. This, The battle for self-custody is being brought in front of the mainstream consciousness, and it's a huge deal. And where was it brought in, in front of mainstream consciousness? On Tucker Carlson Tonight. Who is Tucker Carlson Tonight? Why is he a big deal? He is the number one watched table telev- tel- television primetime host in America right now. And if you see the key demographics, 25 to 54, Tucker Carlson has 743, which is, that's how that this rating system works. And if you compare that to everybody else, it is much, much higher. And if you look, I think this is the number of viewers, right? 3.9, almost 4 million active viewers on every average episode that he does, right? And the closest is Hannity, and he's at 3.1. So Tucker basically almost has a million more viewers. And if you compare that to CNN, CNN is in the millions, you know, here's 800,000 million million 1.4, you know, we have the five, which is 3.8 gets pretty close. Right. But Tucker again is the, you know, the big dog. So why is that important? Why is it important that this is happening? This is important because these are concepts that Bitcoiners have been screaming from the rooftops, but again, it doesn't really matter if it doesn't reach mainstream consciousness so what I did is I made a montage of some clips of what Tucker did it's pretty long it's about four minutes four 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 and a half minutes and you'll start to hear things that Phil and I especially if you you know if you've been subscribed to this channel for you know a couple months now you'll start to hear Tucker talk about things that we have been hammering in home for the last year, but he has 4 million people watching his show night every night. So absolutely crazy. I think there's a historical moment anyways. So let's try, oh, and by the way, last comment, Michael Saylor definitely orange-pilled this man. Let's check it out.
3: How long before they accuse you of collusion or disloyalty or some other hard to define crime, declare you an enemy of the state and then confiscate your bank account? Something very much like that just happened in Canada. We don't imagine it could happen here. Mostly we just don't think about it. Some topics cannot be hidden, and inflation is one of them. Google can delete all the search results it wants, but you still know what hamburger and gasoline cost because you go to the store. You know exactly how bad inflation is. So what's causing it? What is the root of the inflation? If you want to know the answer to that question, the fastest way to get it is to check to see what politicians are denying. Whatever they claim is not the cause of inflation almost certainly is the cause of inflation. And with that in mind, here's Joe Biden telling you that government spending has nothing to do with it. Because American people think the reason for inflation is government spending more money. Simply not true. Inflation (laughs) is a function of money supply. The more money you have in circulation, the less that money is worth. The month after Biden became president, the supply of US dollars in circulation increased more than it ever had before in a single month. And then it kept going higher month after month after month as the administration and the congress kept the money taps open and that's why we have historic inflation now because they printed too much money it's not complicated but it's not the whole story it did not start with joe biden to be fair in the months after the 2008 financial crisis the federal reserve assumed emergency powers to respond to the financial collapse now if you're noticing a theme here the people in charge giving What did Phil and I just talk about during the fail and during the thing?
2: We have been hammering these points home, guys, for many, many months now. But the fact that this is being spoken about in front of 4 million people is absolutely – this is changing. This is waking up the consciousness, and people are going to start asking questions.
3: And, of course, where does that lead to? Bitcoin baby themselves emergency powers in the face of a crisis they created you may be onto something but in any case after 2008 the fed dropped interest rates to near zero and then began printing money this was supposed to save our economy and maybe it would have saved the economy if it had ended at some point but it did not end it went on to the present day that's nearly 14 years and in the process what was designed to save our economy destroyed our economy and now we're at the end stage The Fed is out of trick. So when you reach a state as we are now, you really have only two options. You can pretend it's not happening or you can blame someone else for it. And get rid of cash. Of course, that's clearly the plan. Joe Biden has just signed an executive order directing the government to quote, study the impact of cryptocurrency on financial stability. That order also asked the Fed to explore creating a new digital currency. To be clear, once they control the money, they control you completely. You have no freedom whatsoever if they can take your money away with a keystroke. Nick Carter is the co-founder of Coinmetric. It's a blockchain data aggregator. He joins us to assess this. Nick, I don't want to be paranoid, but the US government has no right to take away my cash and if they want to, then maybe it I should break it. It looks like Gomez Adam. That. Does that seem fair? Yeah, certainly. The digitization of
0: cash is something we should absolutely be concerned about. The politicization of finance and financial rails is well underway in this country, Tucker. Really, bro? And the CBDC, the enthusiasm for CBDCs at the executive is something we should be deeply
3: worried about. So just bottom line it for us, I know they would very much like to regulate cryptocurrency, to control it, to make certain that you can't make any transaction outside of their control. Are they capable of that? Can they do it?
0: Uh, it really depends, honestly. I mean, we've seen some troubling legislative developments in the last year uh, that have been aimed at making it more challenging uh, and effectively just legally harassing cryptocurrency entrepreneurs and cryptocurrency users, uh, and so they are tightening the noose uh, to a certain extent. Now could the U.S. ban uh, you know, direct ownership of cryptocurrencies, that would be uh, an extremely uh, significant move. I don't know if you know that would really work in a country with property rights like ours. Um, that would be something akin to banning you know the private ownership of gold. Obviously, that did happen historically <laughs> in the U.S. Uh, but I think there's a significant enough uh, you know crypto user base in this country that that would be very difficult um, for the government to to kind of push through.
2: Okay, so a lot to cover there. There's a lot, it, guys. This is a historic fucking moment okay because you essentially have what you know the the side people on the sidelines have been talking about you know so stuff that you read in the uh, you know creature from jekyll island right talking about it's the money printing that is causing this stuff right and at the same time you also have hey look you know to use tucker's words cryptocurrency is an alternative but they actually might go after self-custody which is a topic that we've been covered we've been uh covering tremendously on this show guys this is historic this is definitely seeping into the mainstream consciousness 100 i just hope this doesn't become a bipartisan issue it looks like it's it 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 looks like it that's happening because what we see from the establishment left is ferocious fight and then what you're seeing from the establishment right other than donald trump is an embracement of these ideals so that that is an unfortunate development but dude that's absolutely crazy man i'm so glad that this is being talked about the battle for self-custody is being talked about in front of such a large audience man this is the beginning of of it going mainstream phil i see it as more and more people flee inflation and they flee into something that can't be debased it can't be confiscated dude uh I, i suspect this is gonna accelerate and of course with more bitcoin adoption and GU technology, you know, the price, uh, you know, it does its thing. I'll just say that. So, dude, uh, historic moment, bro. I still have goosebumps. What are your thoughts on this, Phil? You're muted. Sorry. Nick Carter looks like Gomez Adams. Well, there's but, the mustache. There's the mustache. I, there's the
1: mustache. <laughs> <laughs> so, props to him. Way, way to look very sophisticated. Huge fan of Gomez Adams and his, and his swords and his dancing moves. Um, so, good for Nick Carter. That's besides the points. Why they showed Ethereum. Makes no sense. That's a shit coin. Has nothing to do with freedom. Has nothing to do with censor resistance. Has nothing to do with stopping the government from being able to screw you. Uh, so that made no sense to me. Um, I think the other piece is, and this is something that's been mentioned by much smarter guests, you know, that then obviously, this, or I should say, smarter people than myself, is that there is Bitcoin, the token, and there is Bitcoin, the network. And I think a lot of us, don't really understand the true implications of the censorship resistant nature of bitcoin the network itself and i think that this i think that this is what is going to matter i mean yes i obviously you know bitcoin the token but i I believe that the network is going to be extremely important in going forward in the future for being able to uh enforce freedom not just monetary freedom Possibly even communication freedom. So, look, we're we're definitely in. We're definitely in for you know for hell of a fight. Um, I'm just afraid at the same time that we're also going to get kind of pulled into the you know. Based on just that interview, right, where he showed Ethereum, I'm, I'm afraid that we're gonna that there's we're gonna continue this ridiculous fight with the shit coins.
2: Yeah, dude, we they're, to, they're where just, we have
1: to keep differentiating and explaining, like this is not freedom money, this is just garbage. You're getting tricked.
2: To, so, it give- just never, you know. To give Marty Bent credit, when he went on Tucker, he mentioned Bitcoin. And unfortunately, Nick mentioned cryptocurrencies. And of course, as following his own incentives, I think he started this whole fund, a huge fund, raised a bunch of money. I think they're focusing on cryptocurrencies. So hopefully, again, shitcoins are designed to take away your Bitcoin. They're centralized, meaning they can't separate money from state successfully. Only Bitcoin could achieve that, right? And I think that's gonna be, I think people will learn that over time, hopefully not by burning their finger on the stove too much. Anyways, one last piece, again, the battle is heating up, guys. I keep trying to hammer this into your heads. You are going to have to pick between Bitcoin or slavery. Bad news from the European Union. This is a this is a tweet thread by Patrick Henson. Bad news for Bitcoin and cryptocurrency in the EU. The proof-of-work ban, and remember I I, I said that this was backtracked, apparently, check how sneaky this is. We have some dark forces at play, has basically made its way back into the draft of the European Parliament that will be voted on in the committee on Monday. Four days ago, the rapporteur Dr. Stefan Berger tweeted that his new compromise dropped any ban slash addressing proof-of-work. Now, just before the vote, a last-minute draft brings back the ban. This was added back. Remember, they took it away because of the pushback. And then they added it at, they added it back in at last minute. So we wouldn't have time to respond. This is totally unexpected. And I was too quick to dismiss that yesterday. The wording of the proof of work ban has changed, but in effect, it is essentially the same crypto assets that are deemed unsustainable. Who's deeming what is sustainable or what is unsustainable? Oh, the ESG guys. Oh, Klaus, yeah, why not, right? Existing cryptocurrencies shall set up and maintain a phased rollout to plan to ensure compliance with such requirements. So again, this is an escalation, right? And look, to kind of debunk a little bit, right? This is uh, how much energy the European, or how much energy the, the, how much electricity the European Union generates, fifteen thousand four hundred and thirty eighty-three terawatt hours. This is how much Bitcoin, Consumes 30.7. So it's literally only 0.198% of the EU's total energy generation, but They're so hell-bent on trying to ban it even though it's only 0.1% of the energy usage Why is that? Well, it's very simple and Ted Cruz actually said this the other day it's the same reason that the Chinese Communist Party banned Bitcoin because they cannot control it. They cannot control the monetary policy. They cannot manipulate their, their population through monetary policy as long as there's Bitcoin. So they're trying to use the environment to attack it. So we have two battles in front of us. We have the battle for Bitcoin's right to be mined and we have the battle for self-custody. Those are the two things in front of us. But the good news is, is that thanks to Tucker, really, now this is seeping into mainstream consciousness. What is really going on here? And remember, no, and I got this from Andreas Antonopoulos. no one cares until the money breaks. And make no mistake, the money is breaking, and when the money starts to break, people don't give a shit about what the guy in the suit has to say about inflation. People care about putting food on their table for their families, and Bitcoin provides that solution without fear of it being confiscated or without fear of it being debased. Phil,
1: I would, I would love to see. I mean, I know that that's um, legislation coming out in the EU, but I would love to see support for proof of work coming out of all opposing. Uh, All opposing parties and all opposing views, right? Because let's be honest, at the end of the day, Bitcoin is about individual incentives and the individual incentive to be able to store your value and to be able to, um, to be able to transfer value um, without censorship. So the reality is, is that that works for everyone. It does. So I think, you know, so I think that it's, you know, even though they keep trying to it's, reintroduce it's, this legislation and all power. this nonsense. It's
2: about power. Of course it's about power. But it's you know what? Power, at, dude, at some it has point, nothing though, to do with the environment, Phil. It has nothing to, it has do, nothing with to do with the environment.
1: the environment. But at some point, right, at some point, individuals have to decide, right? Like, it's like, you know what? This is who gives a shit about the environment. This is what's right for me. And Bitcoin is, is what's right for me. And. You know, through doing that, these these conglomerates, right, they can't they can't sustain power if they can't convince individuals to play along. Of course. So the longer Bitcoin continues to exist, the longer it continues to stick around, the longer the messaging continues to be out there, the more hearts and minds we're gonna capture.
2: Absolutely, man. I, I, I completely agree. Government money needs coercion. Bitcoin yeah just incentives but people just following their incentive there's no coercion required but i also think and just to say this one more time it is it is historical that these types of discussions that you see you know in the intellectual dark web right you kind of see this in the sidelines of youtube with a bitcoin show i love that these discussions are now being talked about prime time tv in front of millions upon millions of people that's what when, we need. When is, uh, when is a bitcoiner going to go on the Joe Rogan podcast? Like, when is that going to happen? Because that needs to fucking happen, right? So anyways, dude, I think we're winning this, Phil. That's what my gut's telling me. I think we're winning this. But dude, all the rot, all the totalitarians, all the tyrants on both sides of the political spectrum are coming out of their caves to try to fight this thing. So, yep. But hey, you know what? Honey badger doesn't care. Anyways, nope. Phil, there was an open source software release today. Why don't you tell everybody about it?
1: Actually, today we are gonna have Websites by Plebs. Oh. That's right. We're gonna be showing, we're gonna be showing a cool ass website. Websites by plebs. Brought to you by CypherSafe. Check them out. CypherSafe.io. It's the best place to store your Bitcoin seed. Store it in the Cypher wheel or the all new Cypher grid. They both come with tamper-resistant wire, and the cypher grid comes with a punch tool! Okay, this is a fellow Bitcoiner pleb and friend that I've known for a few years. Started his own kinda cotton candy company, talking about Lord Flacco underscore BTC, or people may remember him as Wolfnode or Lord Hoddle. Anyways a bitcoiner with a bitcoin with a bitcoiny type of business very interesting yo munchies.com i have ordered this cotton candy and it is super tasty especially when you have the munchies monkey poop unicorn puke zombie burps you gotta love the names there's also some funky swag that he's got going on and if you want to order some we're gonna post the link in our show notes he's got an amazon store and you can order the unicorn puke directly from amazon that's right Thanks. That was the website by plebs.
2: (laughs) Anyways, Phil, why don't you tell everybody about our podcast?
1: All right. So if you want to check us out on our audio only platforms, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Anchor.
2: Awesome. Thank you, Phil. By the way, guys, when we do the open source software releases and the website by plebs, those are not endorsements. Those are not sponsors. Those are those are websites that we pick on our own that we've used you know the the software we've used the the website we like it and I we just want candy and there you go we want to highlight you know this show at the end of the day is for plebs right so we want to put you guys front you know in the front center we want to give you you know prop you guys and to show it off to the rest of the plebs but uh, anyways i also want to give a uh, a special shout out from a sponsor that supports Simply Bitcoin. They're absolutely awesome. Phil and I wear the hoodies every day. It's RepresentRepHard.com. That is the decentralized sweater that Phil is wearing. This is the blue, and you can take advantage of the link down below for ten percent off anything off the Rep Hard. Dot com store guys that was our show if you enjoyed the show you know what to do smash that like button smash it smash it quickly smash 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 and of course if you want to continue hearing the catastrophic fails from the sh- <laughs> from craig Wright and the bitcoin news from the bleep perspective definitely consider subscribing to simply bitcoin and we'll see you tomorrow guys for a brand new
1: episode no one cares until the money breaks